0: It's the ameri with Kim Monson.
1: Now, while this is all going on, I went through President Trump's speech and uh, Chuck and Nancy's rebuttal.
0: The most important story.
1: The American people finally said enough, and that is why they elected Donald Trump.
0: The latest in politics and world affairs.
1: Britain's version of Medicare for All is struggling with long waits for care.
0: And opinions and ideas that prepare you to tackle the day ahead. Because ideas matter. It's the ameri dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, let's have a conversation.
1: Hey, yes, welcome to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson where we are having conversations. There's a lot going on out there and it's important that we be talking to each other. So be sure and check out my website, AmeriChicks.com. That is where I am on Facebook and Twitter as well. Do appreciate it if you like and follow me and offering you a conservatarian perspective want to say it is a Monday, and thank you to producers Steve, Zach, Patty, and Keith for all of your help in keeping this whole thing going. And uh, we have a great show planned for you today. Uh, in studio, I have Karen Levine. Karen Levine, you are a great partner and a great friend, and we've known each other for a long time. You are an award-winning realtor with uh, the uh, uh, REMAX Alliance, as well as you are on the board of the National... Realtor Association, am I saying that correctly?
2: Yes, I'm a director for the National Association of Realtors, so I represent 1.3 million members nationwide. You know, you have
1: such a heart for people having home ownership, and you, I I mean, I swear you don't sleep. As much as you get done, um, I don't think you sleep, but you have such a care for your clients. You and I have known each other for over 30 years, Uh, you know, and so I've seen your career. You have such a care for your clients. You have a care for the community. You step up, and um, you really, uh, you pay it forward, and so it's great to have you here. Thank you. Glad to be here. And, you know, one of the things, uh, which is a great thing, is we are both entrepreneurs, and I buy my radio time for both this show and for the World War II project, which I've interviewed over 100 uh, World War II veterans. You can find all of that at my website, americhicks.com. But you are a a really valued partner in making this whole thing happen, and I greatly appreciate you. Thank you. It's fun to be a part of it. Okay, well, thanks. And then at uh, the third and fourth segment, we'll have Peter Wall on with us as well. He's the Director of Government Affairs with the Denver, Metro Realtors Association or Association of Realtors, uh, because we're going to be talking about Initiative 300, which is this... um initiative that is on the Denver ballot. Those ballots, I think, are
2: arriving today or going out today, right, Karen? Correct. Um, Our understanding is that they will be in the mail today and um, the constituents of the Denver city and county of Denver should be receiving them here in the next probably 48, 72 hours. Okay. And it has different
1: names. The proponents of it are calling right to survive. Uh, Many others are calling it right to squat. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important that we're going to unpack this so that people understand what's really in there I mean we we all are compassionate we care about people that are down on their luck um, but there is I think a big however on that so we're going to unpack that in segment three and segment four I think we have the the most recent housing report you're going to give us a, an update on that as well you got it okay perfect um, before well we're going to jump there's all kinds of news out there uh, but um, let's go ahead and jump into some things first of all It is uh, NBA playoffs, and so I thought the inspiration for the day, Michael Jordan, and and actually with Tiger Woods winning the uh, Masters yesterday, you betcha, never giving up, never never giving up. So this is what Michael Jordan said. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. And that is why I succeed. I thought that was pretty darn awesome. So I do want to let you all know about something. If you are on my email list, if you're not, go to com forward slash Kim and get on my email list because we are working uh, on something very important. On May 10th, we are going to have a Stand for Colorado rally. There are so many things that are coming out of the Golden Dome and being signed by the governor that has so many Coloradoans concerned. And so we want to come together. Uh, normally, you know, uh, people are at work, they're taking care of their families, and we don't go down to the Capitol And stand for Colorado. So this is going to be on a Friday afternoon from 4 to 5.30 on the west steps of the Capitol. I applied and got a permit for that. We're going to be uh, doing concurrent uh, rallies in Grand Junction. It'll be on the steps of the old courthouse there. And in Gunnison, they're still waiting for uh, permission for the park that they want to use. Uh, But we would encourage all of you to just take some time to come down and stand for Colorado, stand with others who we are very concerned about what is happening to our state. So more information, a website is up at standforcolorado.com. That's stand for, is spelled out, F-O-R, colorado.com, and sign up. We're going to keep you apprised of what's uh, what's happening out there. Uh, Karen, today, it's April 15th, and so that's tax day. You got your taxes done,
2: right? Uh, Yes. I put them in the mail prior to going to Phoenix for the... Region 11 meetings for the National Association of Re- Realtors, so I'm feeling um, less burdened.
1: That's good. That's, yeah, <laughs> April 15th, I tell you. Uh, we, we put ours in the mail last night.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I still have those estimates I got to put in the mail this afternoon, but yeah. that's okay.
1: Well, that's yeah. that, it's a blessing to, to put those in the mail. Exactly. That, that's exactly. for sure. And then Holy Week started yesterday. Yesterday was Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. and so this is Holy Week. And um, so it's, it's just a big busy, week. Busy, 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 for sure. So speaking of uh, Holy Week, I've got, uh, I've got a funnies for you. I heard, Steve, I heard about a nice Jewish couple who decided to visit Israel, and they brought along her mother. Unfortunately, the mother-in-law died while they were in Jerusalem. The local rabbi, upon hearing the sad news, contacted the young man offering to do a service and burial for the mother-in-law. The rabbi indicated that it would be a very nice service and burial and would only cost $500. Well, the young man thanked the rabbi and said that before he made his decision, he wanted to find out what the cost would be to get his mother-in-law back to the States and perform the service and burial there. The next day, the rabbi called the young man, and the young man said that they decided to do the service and burial in the States. The rabbi asked, how much would that cost? And the young, replied, young man replied, $3,000. And the rabbi said, I don't understand. I can do a very nice service and burial here for $500. The young man replied, I know. But one of the times you buried someone here, three days later, he rose from the dead, and I can't take my chances. <laughs> Like that. I thought that event. was appropriate for was. Holy Week, how's totally. <laughs> it So um, we've got a ton of headlines to go through. Uh, before we do that, though, just wanted to mention Vino and Veritas. You're attending Vino and Veritas. Yes. Which is uh, Wine and Truth. We're studying the Federalist Papers. Are you learning a lot?
2: Yes. I, I'm just amazed at the fact that I didn't learn this earlier in my life. Um, And the fact that I'm just delving in and understanding what our founding fathers had intended for our great country. Uh, you know, and it's so important
1: that we understand why we believe what we believe. And uh, I think that's one of the things, as we stand for Colorado, I think, I remember years ago that there was some, I was uncomfortable with with the direction of where things were going, but I, I never understood why. So Vino and Veritas, the study of the Federalist Papers, is really terrific. If you want more information, we have Vino and Veritas Centennial, Vino and Veritas in Castle Rock, and we will be hope, hopefully opening the one in northern Colorado in May. So um, go to Marichicks.com forward slash vino and uh, uh, send me your name and we'll get information to you on that. And spring. Uh, spe- speaking of that, spring is definitely here. Susan Kochevar, owner of the uh, Historic 88 Drive-In Theater, just opened. And the Historic 88 Drive-In Theater is in its 43rd season. And it is a fun evening under the stars. Susan has the best popcorn in town. And if you love funnel cake, you are in luck because she has funnel cake. Currently showing a Shazam, a movie about a streetwise 14-year-old foster kid who can turn into a superhero. Was talking to somebody this weekend. They said it's a fabulous movie. Then Captain Marvel and Isn't It Romantic. So for more information and showing times, check out 88drivein.net. That's 88drivein.net. And we mentioned uh, Stand for Colorado. So let's go ahead and jump into the headlines here. First thing, Karen, you're going to find this interesting, is uh, we were doing a, a, a book promotion with Laura Carno. Uh, she has written an excellent book. It is um, Government Ruins Nearly Everything, Taking Back, uh, I think it's Social Issues from Uncivil Servants. And so I read the book, and I submitted a, uh, a review online to Amazon. And uh, I really like the book. However, I looked at the marriage issue. She talks about abortion, schools, guns, and marriage. And I look at the, the marriage issue just a little bit differently. Typically, kind of the libertarian view is the government should be out of marriage. It's not anybody's business, you know, quote, unquote, who somebody loves. I, I you know, I really am a live and let live girl. I have got my own stuff, so I don't need to be you know, watching what other people are doing. However, we're long past, I think, live and let live. And what I, so the case I made in my review is that government should not be in the business of re- redefining words, such as marriage. And then what we saw, what happened with Jack Phillips with Masterpiece Cake Shop, is that if, in fact, a, a person doesn't adhere to that redefinition of the word, then government uses their power to either shut down that business or take away opportunity. And then, you know, I said, I love the book and talked about the clarity that Laura had, put that comment in, and then again said I highly recommended it. It's an easy read. You know, get it for the plane or Sunday afternoon. Amazon wouldn't post my review. Can
2: you believe that? I found that pretty interesting. That's interesting. and. I did they happen to mention why they made that decision Well, I didn't have the time
1: I clicked on the all their rules and regulations mm-hmm. or whatever and I'm like I don't really have time to do this so I was able to post it on Goodreads and so that's going to be on my list of things to do to try to check that out but I thought that uh, you know this is censorship now mm-hmm. granted it is a you know a private company and private companies can do you know what they want um, however, they are supposed to be in the business of letting people
2: speak their minds. I was going to say freedom of speech is something they promote, don't they?
1: Well, that's what I thought that they did, but I guess not so much. And then we're going to go to break here in just a minute. But one other thing, since this is Holy Week. Karen, have you ever seen the movie um, Risen with Joseph Fiennes uh, uh, by any chance? I haven't. It is a fabulous film. I watched it again the other night, and it is about this Roman tribune who is put in, uh, in charge of finding Christ's body. And it is an absolutely fascinating movie, very well acted. So I would highly recommend that. Uh, And the movie is Risen. But we're going to go to break. Before we do that, uh, tonight the uh, Avs play the Calgary Flames at the Pepsi Center. Uh, The series is tied 1-1. Are you going?
2: No. Very exciting, though.
1: Very exciting. I guess they, I think they won in overtime the other night. Yeah, it was like a shootout, I think. I think, yeah. yeah. P- pretty exciting. And then the Nuggets and the San Antonio Spurs heat up the Pepsi Center with their second game. I think that's tomorrow night. And San Antonio leads that series 1 0. Well, Hooters is the place to watch all the games. Wednesday is wing day. All the wings you can eat for fourteen ninety nine, And they have those smoked wings mm-hmm. that are, de- they are, and yeah, they're left. <laughs> they're half the calories, that's right. <laughs> and Hooters wings can fly when all the girls come over on Wednesday nights. You girls mm-hmm. love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have them delivered right off my front doorstep. So, order Hooters Wings to go and have them delivered to your home uh, or watch the game at Hooters, or you can pick things up and take them home with you. So, more information visit HootersColorado.com. That's HootersColorado.com and let them know that you know the Americhicks. Uh, and we will be right back with Karen Levine, award winning realtor with Remax Alliance.
0: All Americhicks sponsors are an exclusive partnership with the Americhicks and are not affiliated or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Americhicks with Kim Munson and grow your business, contact Kim at Americhicks.com. That's Americhicks.com.
3: Work with mortgage professionals who will give you quick and accurate financial advice. Home Mortgage Alliance has the knowledge and expertise to explore the many financial options available to you. The mortgage process can be stressful, and as interest rates rise, it's more important than ever to get pre-qualified now, so you're ready to buy. Call Kim Sturz and Mark Cook with Home Mortgage Alliance to make sure that you're making the right financial choice for you and your family. 303-888-2732. Kim and Mark will remain available to you 24-7 to help you through the process. Choose the only mortgage professionals recommended by the Americhicks with Kim Munson. Call Kim and Mark with Home Mortgage Alliance today. 303-888-2732.
4: You want to succeed, so you need to dress for the job, event, or relationship that you seek. For over 30 years, entrepreneur, stylist, and Americhick Kim Munson has been helping women look their very best with well-priced, made-to-measure clothes that fit a busy lady's lifestyle. Gals, if you want to up your game and freshen your look, email kim at americhicks.com for your initial style consult. Kim at americhicks.com.
1: Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Indeed, we are having a conversation about really important events out there. We're going to very quickly run through some headlines. Um, uh, 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 let's let's go ahead and go to our soundbite on this. Um, President Trump apparently, uh, on s- well, at the end of last week, started to kick around uh, the idea that, you know, the... The sanctuary cities, the Democrats that, that control these uh, these sanctuary cities, have have always talked about how they like open borders, how they they welcome immigrants, that that these illog- illegal immigrants are you know uh, part of the fabric of the United States, and so President Trump's like, okay, you know, and and we had this situation where the border is being stormed, we don't have enough manpower or beds to to take you know, take all of these people in. I think they're taking advantage of the asylee uh, uh, laws that we currently have, and they're taking advantage of um, the the laws that we currently have on the books regarding children. And uh, so President Trump's kind of, I think he called their bluff. He said, okay, if that's how you feel about it, then you know what? We're going to uh, bust um, this overflow of illegal immigrants to all of these different sanctuary cities. Oh, my gosh, I tell you what, what a brouhaha. Uh, The next thing you know is you have every one of these Democrats that are running for president talking about that this isn't okay, this is cruel. And uh, so Tucker Carlson had an excellent monologue on Friday night Regarding this, it's a little over nine minutes, and Steve has, has taken and compiled hopefully the, you know, two minutes that will really kind of uh, drive this issue home. So, uh, Steve, go ahead and hit that soundbite. Is there something you wanted to say on that?
0: What I did was uh, the first, I don't know, three to four minutes of this uh, Tucker Carlson thing was all the, the big Dems who are out there running for the presidency uh, and their comments on how important uh, the immigrants are and all this flowery language about – why they're so important and why you know this is america blah 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 so all right we've all heard enough of that the flowery speech and all i went right to tucker's <laughs> common sense
5: portion of it so uh, here it is okay great thanks so the left really couldn't be clearer on this question all immigration is good more immigration is better there is no distinction between legal and illegal varieties of immigration and if you disagree with any of this you are a white nationalist That's what they said almost every day for the past two years. We've watched carefully and so have you. And now here, completely out of the blue, comes the man they despise most in the world, Donald J. Trump, offering them the one thing they want more than anything. More immigrants, immediately, delivered right to their door at federal expense. Well, it must have been like Christmas morning. You think you're getting another pair of socks and yet there it is, a pony tethered to your mailbox. Holy smokes, amazing. Best day of your life. But that's not how they responded. The left wasn't happy about Trump's offer. They were shocked and they were completely enraged. So what's the message the left is sending us? That immigrants are trash? Something you drop off as a cruel prank like a flaming bag of dog waste? If you wanted to defile someone's pristine city, you'd quote, dump immigrants on it? Whoa, that sounds a little, searching for the word here, racist, a lot racist actually, but Nancy Pelosi agrees with it, it turns out. She lives in one of these cities that might be dumped on. So she immediately issued a statement to crying it, quote, the extent of this administration's cynicism and cruelty cannot be overstated. Using human beings, including little children, as pawns in their warped game to perpetuate fear and demonize immigrants is despicable. But wait a second, this is getting really confusing. It doesn't seem to make sense. How can the presence of immigrants, quote, perpetuate fear? Immigrants aren't dangerous. They've told us that a thousand times. They're safer than you are. They're amazing much more amazing than you are. Pelosi says that a lot So why is it bad that Trump wants to send more immigrants to San Francisco? San Francisco is a sanctuary city It subverted federal law in the hope that more illegal immigrants would come there and now they may be coming, but San Francisco is upset Well say the news anchors Trump's plan is illegal You can't just send migrants to American cities, they're telling us. There's a process. Really?
2: Wow. Wow. (laughs) What do you think about that, Karen? Well, my initial reaction was the phrase NIMBY, not in my backyard. Mm -hmm. And um, interesting how they've spent hours of airtime and our money and then refuting a logical um, solution.
0: It's too bad that we couldn't listen to the whole thing. Uh, the, the flowery language from all, all these presidential <laughs> candidates. And even the, uh, you know, we, we know what Mayor Hancock here in his take is. But uh, the mayor of Oakland, incredible flowery, flowering language about how important these people were to her.
1: You know, and Trump, uh, you know, he's got a tough situation here in Colorado. They say that he is having a a very difficult time with the suburban woman, and that um, it'll be very difficult for him to win Colorado because of the suburban woman and the things that he said in the past. And I was thinking a lot about this because I was having a conversation with a a good friend of mine this weekend who's very astute on these kinds of um, issues. But I think it's brilliant the way he has actually just kind of in one fell swoop, uh, put the hypocrisy of the left out in front of everyone. And we as citizens have to be awake. We have to actually see what is going on. And to your point, Nimby, not in my backyard. And we're going to talk about that some more as we get to um, and talking about this Initiative 300 in Denver Because uh, I I think that there's a lot of hypocrisy in in this whole thing Uh, because uh, as I look at what this question is regarding Initiative 300 where it would give um, people the right to rest is what they say or shelter oneself from the elements in a non-obstructive manner in outdoor public places Uh, and that could actually be on the sidewalks in front of people's houses And then, you know, Mayor Hancock, in his quote, when uh, they were talking about, uh, let's see if I can find it right here. Uh, This was um, back when they were making the statement regarding immigration. Hancock had said, uh, then just Friday, he said, protecting all our residents, regardless of immigration status, and within the bounds of federal law is simply what we do as Americans. Now, they are subverting federal law right there. This is not a time to be partisan. It is a time for compassionate leadership. Now, he's using the words compassionate and leadership and not a time to be partisan, but it's been highly partisan. And I think that it's brilliant that President Trump has called the bluff on this. Steve, I can see you want to say something.
0: Well, he's smoking them out big time because I don't care how much flowery <laughs> language they want to throw at it. The bottom line is they're vote buying all of them, mm-hmm. the Dems, you know, whether the presidential level or the you know city mayor level. It's vote buying. I, I, you can't convince me it's anything else. I don't care how flowery your language is and the platitudes and the we, all all of it is missing in a lot of these things with the you know the, the great music, the swelling music in the background.
1: <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I think actually Steve has really hit the nail on the head, and that is is that um, I, I think that there's um, by the radical regressive activists that have taken over the Democrat Party, they are doing everything they can to put in policies to um, make sure that they will not lose an election. So that's why you've seen many of these illegal immigrants or many of the, the refugee programs have put people into uh, areas that typically might vote Republican. And so now what, what Trump is saying is, is okay, and, and you know, we have this, uh, this motor voto I think it's uh, Senate Bill 235, if I remember right, that anybody that gets a driver's license or anybody that gets Medicaid is uh, automatically registered to vote, and, and then they have to let, let these agencies know if they're not eligible. Well, let's say you're here illegally and you're getting Medicaid, uh, are you going to say, hey... I, I can't really vote. So they immediately are then registered to vote. And so this is not about compassionate leadership. This is a long ball strategy to control elections is what uh, ultimately I think that it is. So uh, I think that we're, let's go to break. Uh, We've got Jason McBride. i l- like to chat with him for just a minute. And then we're going to just jump into this Initiative 300 with Karen Levine. Hey, Jason McBride, how are you doing?
3: Hey, doing good. Good morning, Kim.
1: Good morning. So what's on your mind this morning?
3: Well, I had sent you over that uh, interesting uh, report kind of on taxes from the Peter G. Peterson Foundation, and I don't know if you're familiar with them. Uh, Kim, did you ever see that movie called uh, I.O.U.S.A.? No. Oh, it's a really good one. If you don't understand uh, how the debt builds up and, and all that type of thing, Uh, It's actually very good. Now, I think the Peterson Foundation's a little bit on the liberal side, but I have to admit they still have some very good data and information out there. But that's a great movie if you haven't seen it, I.O. USA.
1: Okay, and uh, what would you say is the important premise on that?
3: Uh, the premise is, is that uh, the government spends too much. And <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting. People don't know how we got into debt. Where did the $22 trillion of debt actually come from? And it's just simply every year that we have a deficit when we spend more than we take in, and that gets added to the debt. But uh, it was a great movie, a lot of good, uh, very easy to understand charts graphics and explanations of how we got there uh, you know I didn't necessarily agree with some of the solutions they had out but uh, uh, yeah I think it's worth watching it'll open up your eyes that's for darn sure
1: okay well most definitely do that and this report that you sent over really is well done and it kind of um, reaffirms uh, when you and I you'd done that um, you know pretty intense analysis of what people were paying uh, before the Trump tax cuts and after. And uh, this kind of still kind of hits home what you were saying about that. So that is the, uh, you said it's the Peter G. Peterson Foundation. And uh, that was a piece on how do marginal income tax rates rates work. And I think a lot of people do not understand that, Jason. So that is really an excellent piece. And uh, you do your podcast. You have a, a weekly podcast. And people can find that at com. That's com, and um, I have not looked at that yet. What was your last uh, podcast about?
3: Um, our podcast on Friday was about, oh gosh, now I, I, that was a long time ago. It Kim. was a long time, you know time ago. know how old I am. <clears throat> um, we talked, it was something we talked about on your show, Um I'm going to look oh, it up. It was, it was whether or not we're really in the longest bull market. Oh, yeah. Or one of the longest bull markets in history.
1: And that was really an excellent conversation. So go to chickspresidential.com. Uh, That's chickspresidential.com. All that information is there. And the phone number over at Presidential Wealth Management is 303-694-1600, 303-694-1600. And, uh, you know, if you have some questions, today's tax day. If people have questions and want to plan for next year, uh, you know, you guys would take a look at their their nest egg and their portfolio and, um, you know, have a conversation about that.
3: You bet, and we would include any, uh, uh, let's call it, errors that we might see in tax planning as uh, part of that review and make some suggestions if we could.
1: That sounds like a very good plan, Jason. So thank you so much. We will talk to you tomorrow.
3: All right. Have a great show, Kim.
1: Okay. Thanks so much. That was Jason McBride with Presidential Wealth Management. And we're going to go to break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Karen Levine, who is in studio. She is a award-winning realtor with RE-MAX Alliance. And um, Peter Wall, who is the Director of Government Affairs with the Denver Metro Realtors Association, regarding this initiative 300. Uh, uh, ballots are going to arrive in um, Denver residents' uh, mailboxes within the next probably 48 hours or so. And how will this affect not only Denver, but the metro area? So this is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. We will be right back.
0: Award-winning
1: realtor Karen Levine has 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. Karen Levine believes in home ownership. As a Colorado representative to the National Board of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect private property rights. Since losing her mother to breast cancer, Karen Levine has helped organize a local fundraising event called Karen's for the Cure raising money for breast cancer research. Karen Levine comes highly recommended by the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson. Choose Karen Levine to buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with Remax Alliance today at 303-877-7516.
4: Social media is important to the AmeriChicks since it's an avenue we can utilize to hear from and speak to all of our friends. For those of you who enjoy listening to the show, we'd love to hear what's on your radar. Follow us and talk to us at AmeriChicks Twitter and Facebook pages. Also, if you're a business owner who could benefit from some extra foot traffic from like-minded friends, consider advertising on the AmeriChicks radio show. Contact us at AmeriChicks.com or email Kim
1: at AmeriChicks.com. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we are dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree? Let's have a conversation. Offering you a conservatarian perspective. Be, be sure and check out my website, AmeriChicks.com. Sign up for my emails. Uh, you can like and follow me on Facebook and Twitter. And be sure and check out our, our the website for Stand for Colorado. This is for a... Uh, a, uh, a rally down at the Capitol on May 10th It's very important. We want as many people there as possible. And so there'll be one here. There'll be one uh, out in Grand Junction and there'll be one in Gunnison. Uh, but we've got big issues facing us right now, right here in Colorado. And that is initiative 300, which is on the Denver ballot. Peter Wall uh, Director of Government Affairs with the Denver Metro Realtors Association. Uh, we we had you and Karen on oh, a couple of weeks or so uh, ago, but I think it's important to once again explain to people what this is exactly. Peter, and you're the guy to do it.
6: So much for having me back on. Um, really good to join you this morning. Um, so again, Peter Walt, Director of Government Affairs for the Denver Metro. Association of Realtors, which is the largest local realtor association in the state. Um, Like you said, looking at Initiative 300 um, on Denver's ballot this May 7th. Actually, ballots go out today in Denver, Um, so you should be getting yours in the mail here soon if you live in Denver. Uh, But Initiative 300 is a citizen's initiative. Um, A group of folks gathered the necessary amount of signatures to get this on the ballot this May. And what it would does um, in the most simplistic form is it allows any individual, homeless or not, to occupy uh, any public or semi-public space in the city 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, so long as that individual is not um, you know, committing a crime. Um, so it is their civil right to occupy that public space. And when I say it's their civil right, let's say any individual, um, such as you know, a private property owner, a police officer, or even a service provider would go and ask that individual that's occupying that public space to move. Um, It is their civil right to be there the way the initiative is written. So if you ask them to move, they perceive that as harassment. They could sit there and sue you for occupying that public space. I think it's important to talk about, you know, what public spaces are in Denver. A public space is your, your park. A public space is a parkway. Um, It is the tree lawn in front of your home and even a sidewalk in front of your home. So as you can imagine, as a realtor association, um, we're major supporters and proponents of property rights. So we think this is going to have a major impact on property rights. um, And it's certainly not the way to address homelessness, which is a real problem, not only in Denver, but a lot of major urban cities across the country right now.
1: Now, Peter, I think one of the things that came out in our last interview is regarding the civil rights component of this. There's nothing else like this in the country, right?
6: Correct, correct. There's other cities um, that have enacted um, legislation that, you know, it's somewhat similar to what we're looking at here with Initiative 300. um, But this civil rights piece um, takes um, our legislation to a whole different level so this is a first-of-its-kind legislation in the entire country.
1: Now, Karen, I know that you have a real heart for um, you know homeless people that are down on their luck. Uh,
2: however, this probably isn't really the answer. Do you think? No. Um, I think what's scary about this is that if um, you just look at the surface language of the bill, it appears to be something that would be helpful for our homeless populace. And yet, um, if they... Are in need of somebody to reach out to them and provide assistance. This is actually going to curtail that from happening because a police officer or a service provider cannot intervene because and, of that civil rights component yes, exactly. <clears throat> and um, I think what's sad is that um, through our education, <clears throat> we need. To, I mean, I, what I'm trying to say is we need to be educating the voter about. The um, how, harmless, how harmful this would be to them and um, to the private property owner as well, but also the fact that it is not the solution. It does not provide good resources or the resources that we should be putting towards homelessness in the right place. Well, um, okay. yeah, it's just it's a waste. I hate to say it is a waste of our resources that we're even having to educate and fight such an initiative.
1: Well, and, and Peter, speaking of resources, you had given me some numbers uh, last time that I thought was pretty ast- astonishing uh, regarding the amount per homeless that Denver is, uh, spends, you know, and that, that there are programs out there right now to try to help them. And as Karen just mentioned, if someone from one of these programs went up to someone Uh, to try to help them, they could, in essence, be sued for violating civil rights. But what are those numbers again? I thought those were pretty important.
6: Yeah, so as we've been um, talking to folks about this initiative and and on the campaign trail, we like to talk about what the city is is already doing to address the issue. So um, Denver puts in approximately $50 million a year um, to direct and indirect um, services to address homelessness. I think the the really shocking number that I heard um, in this campaign is that the city spends $20,000 on each homeless individual directly versus DPS, Denver Public Schools, spending $12,000 on a pupil. So the city is spending some serious dollars to address this issue. Obviously, it's not a simplistic one, um, but as Karen mentioned, I mean, it's it's one, um, but we're looking at Initiative 300 that doesn't actually add an additional dollar to housing or mental health services to address the issue. And as a realtor association, we're very, very big on a, a housing first model to address homelessness, which has shown time and time again, that it works.
1: Well, and also I know that a number of the churches, like on the really cold nights open up their. Um, there's a, a variety of churches that open up, up for um, homeless, so that they have a place to stay. And um you know, I, I think sometimes, I mean, some people are down on their luck. Uh, and certainly I think there's uh, some mental illness uh, that's out on the streets. I think that needs to be addressed. Uh, but there are also folks that uh, I remember when I was a kid, they were called hobos. They were people that actually, you know, liked, liked that particular lifestyle. lifestyle. So there's, I think there's a complete spectrum. Um Karen, what do you think should be done about this? I know you're out there working uh, to educate people about the uh, what this could do.
2: Well, I think it's really important to let um, the voters of the city and county of Denver understand, um, one, that this is not um, an initiative that they want to vote in because it will not assist in helping our homeless populace. In addition, it will harm property owners' property rights, potentially. It will... Cause um, them to see maybe devaluing of their home ownership if they have homeless people choosing to reside out on their sidewalks. And then we fear that if it were to pass, um, there would be overflow that would come into our suburban communities. So it's very far reaching, and I don't think um, people have looked at um, the negative effects of such um, an initiative. So I think it's important that. Um, We're here today educating, and hopefully people will see that, yes, we have a heart for the homeless. Um, The Denver um, city and county of Denver has shown they've put money behind homelessness and um, are looking for solutions. But this is not one that would assist in uh, uh, this uh, cause. Mm -hmm. So, Peter,
1: I'm just thinking about this. You know, I've always thought that the homes in the Denver Country Club were beautiful. So if I wanted to live there, I could actually take my tent and I could run down and and, uh, 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 put my tent up on the sidewalk out front of somebody's house in the Denver Country Club, and um, that could be my home. Is that, I mean, is that in essence one of the things that could happen?
6: Yep, that's correct. I mean, if Initiative 300 were to pass, you know, any tree lawn in the city, any sidewalk in the city, um, that's public right away. That would be fair game for a homeless individual to to set up their tent or even just camp outside um, on that property.
2: Well, and I think Peter made a comment the last time we were on the air is other public spaces that we don't think about is the city and county of Denver owns many of our parks that are outside of the city and county of Denver. Many of us are familiar with um, Red Rocks. Mm -hmm. And how would that change the landscape of of that venue?
1: Mm -hmm. You know, Karen, I think that you just nailed it uh, just a moment ago when you said Initiative 300 will not help uh, the homeless, but it will harm, uh, you know, people and, and our property values on that. Peter, we, we, uh, we have just a few minutes left on this issue. I think in the next segment, we'll talk about the uh, housing report. But what is the thing, as the Director of Government Affairs with the Denver Metro Realtors Association? So you're an expert, what is it that you think that Denver voters need to understand as their ballots start to arrive in their, their mailboxes within the next 48 hours?
6: Yeah, I think they just need to understand that, well, the you know, the right to survive initiative sounds good. And we all want to have, um, you know, people giving people the opportunity um, to survive. Um, nothing about this initiative helps people thrive. Nothing about telling someone that they can sit there and survive on the streets is humane. Um, so, Would strongly encourage them to to take a good look at this, to vote no on 300 um, and then continue to support a conversation where we're talking about real solutions to address this issue. And that is money towards housing, that is money towards mental health services, but um, simply telling someone that they could try and survive on the street, um, potentially preventing them from getting additional services and not letting our service providers do the great job that they're doing every day. Um, This is not an initiative that that we want to see in our city, and I think Denver can do a lot better. Um, If voters want more information, I would encourage them um, to check out the opposition campaign's website, and that's www.togetherdenver.com, and would encourage them to go take a look and hopefully vote no on Initiative 300 this May, Um, and ballots, like I said, are actually being mailed today, so should be in your mailboxes here soon
1: okay thanks hey peter wall thank you so much in the next segment i'm going to pick uh, karen's brain regarding the new housing report so peter wall thank you so much you are the director of government affairs at the denver metro realtors association and then uh, and thank you for that good information on that and um before we go to break though i'm just in my brain i'm thinking okay mayor hancock has basically said that denver is a sanctuary city And, you know, uh, many of the Dems had been opining about how great it is, you know, to have these open borders and that there is no danger with any of these folks coming across the border. And then when President Trump says, okay, you want them, you can have them. And uh, the federal government will bus, you know, this overflow to each of these sanctuary cities. Well, I'm thinking about Initiative 300 with government or with um, uh, Mayor Hancock's policies uh, to bring all these folks in. We know that there's gang members coming in and that they could be camping out in front of your house. And because of that civil rights component, that uh, you couldn't do anything about it. It's absolutely terrifying. Karen, is there anything else you want to say about Initiative 300 before we go to break and talk about the housing
2: reports? <laughs> um, I would just encourage people to um, vote no and also to understand that Um, There are better solutions to our homeless populace, and when you look at um, Trump's solution to the overflow of immigrants, illegal immigrants, wanting to come into um, our country, cities like Denver have chosen to have a policy that is open door, and this could just compound that, and that's a little... Um, unsettling it
1: is a little unsettling that's for sure so let's go to break when we come back hopefully well we'll talk about the housing <laughs> report to at the karen levine so this is kim munson with the americhicks uh, we will be right back
4: dan predovich and his team at predovich and company help your business plan ahead financially The Americhicks with Kim Munson highly recommends Predovich & Company as your financial business consultant. Predovich & Company will take care of your tax preparation, bookkeeping, and business advisory services. Dan Predovich and his team want to learn about the unique needs of your business through real, honest dialogue. Because of their advanced technological capabilities, Predovich & Company can help clients anywhere in the United States. Call 303-791-3000 to start preparing now for tax season. Organize your business finances with Predovich & Company. Call 303-791-3000 today.
1: Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we're dissecting issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation and uh, offering a conservatarian perspective. Karen Levine, you're a great partner of the AmeriChicks. It's great to have you in studio. And thank you for your perspective on, you know, all these, all these things. And uh, I do swear, I don't think that you sleep. I don't know how you get everything done that you get done, but you, uh, you believe in, in property rights, the, you know, the, the, you know, the ability for people to own a home. And I was talking to some young people recently, and they said, you know, there's a difference between renting and owning your home, and you you've just you're working so diligently to try to protect that for people
2: we are and the realtor association um, that's one of our primary mission statements is to protect private property rights and we know um, when our founding fathers um, you know structured our nation, home ownership was really one of those foundations yeah, property
1: rights yeah property
2: and home ownership um, we have found and Peter alluded to it in the last section um, that when people have homes, they are able to have stability. they are able to build wealth and um, it creates you know a home base where um, good things actually should happen mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and the family unit um, is important to our nation so um, at the realtor association, we want to see home ownership available um, to those who desire it and who can you know get into it and um it's It's been challenging um, in the state of Colorado due to some legislation known as the construction defect legislation mm-hmm. that has com- kept um, developers from building um, condominium units, mm-hmm. multifamily units that are owned units. Right. Um, but what's interesting to me is as I travel the nation, I see that this challenge of condominium units prevails throughout many metropolitan areas. And we have an excuse, the... Legislation, mm-hmm. the construction defect legislation. The rest of the nation doesn't have that excuse, and yet they're not seeing that development. And is that... public policy. Right. And I was going to say, is that the overtone of the people that we have elected into our cities and our counties and our nation that are taking away that home ownership right? And it scares me to think that um, that has become something that is unimportant to the structure of our nation. So we'll continue to push hard to find ways to provide home ownership to those who desire it and want that for the foundation of well, their lives.
1: It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out if you use public policy to constrict uh, the building of homes, and then you use public policy and economic incentives to bring more people and more businesses to a, a metro area, this whole supply and demand thing is you're going to, re- you know, you're, you're going to, um, you have constricting supply. You've got increasing demand. Again, all of this because of public policy. And uh, so it, it starts to price people out of the market. You have short, uh, smaller supply. And uh, so it is public policy on this. So you've looked at the numbers, though. Yeah. What is the most
2: recent numbers, the report <laughs> regarding it's, housing here in Denver? Well, it's interesting because as we um, came into 2019, um, I'm sure many of you heard um, that we were moving into a buyer's market and that inventory was increasing and that we had tons of houses on the market and there was lots of availability and um, that bubble that everyone wants to believe that existed was about to burst. Well, I am sorry to tell you that that scenario is not true. And um, yes, we saw an increase in um, our inventory over these last 90 days, the first quarter of the year. Um, But what was interesting, we saw... New listings coming on the market, but our absorption rate continued to be high and total active listings is down statewide, which means we still have a supply problem. We still have more buyers in the marketplace and less homes to sell, which will continue to cause appreciation. Yes, that rate of appreciation is slowing down Mm -hmm. um, and um, buyers are having an opportunity to have a few more choices. They're having an opportunity um, to maybe think about it a couple of days before making a buying decision. Um, a couple of days. <laughs> a couple of days. Um, but I was out in the marketplace with a first-time home buyer um, about 10 days ago, mm-hmm. and um, we saw eight properties. Of those eight properties, and these are homes priced under $300,000, okay. um, of those properties by Monday, they half of them were under contract. Um, and of Those that were under contract, all of them received multiple offers. So um, we, as I educate buyers in the marketplace, um, I encourage you to get connected with um, a professional realtor who understands the marketplace and that is able to help you navigate and position yourself to be successful Um, because there's a lot of competition still out there. Um, It's interesting. The um, opening remarks of our of our um, column that was released was epic winter snowfall bomb cyclone creates ripple effect on statewide housing markets. And the spring season is beginning to emerge. And I would say after a slow thaw, um, Mm -hmm. we're seeing our um, resort marketplaces Um, Because of the amount of snow, tourism has been way up, but the um, transacting of real estate has slowed down because it's not favorable weather. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we felt that in the Front Range as well. Um, We saw sold numbers down, but we saw pending and under contract numbers up. So I believe we're going to see sold numbers way up in April and May because we just had a little bit of a delay Mm -hmm. in um, our activity due to weather and some concerns about interest rates, but interest rates um, held uh, firm. Mm-hmm. They did not move up as we expected, and we see them to continue to be favorable throughout the year.
1: Well, as I listen to you and then also other great partners, uh, Kim Sturz and Mark Cook, with Home Mortgage Alliance, preparation is really important and working with quality people. Mm-hmm. You know, in order to be successful, I know that sometimes people like to chisel. And and I I mean, I've heard horror stories of people thinking that they're going to get by with a little less money by going with this person over here. Mm -hmm. And I am convinced working with quality people who um, really do have your best interests in mind, you know, it's it's like money in the bank for you. And so a couple of things you had mentioned, you know, working with a professional like you. Now, I have known you for over 30 years. We'd like to say we met in kindergarten. <laughs> We're a little older than Maybe that. Maybe a little. But I, I've watched you and, and the care that you have for your clients and how hard you work. And so I highly recommend you. And so if people would like to contact you, your phone number is 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516. And what is your website? Karen-Levine.com. Okay, great. And uh, again, that's Karen Levine.com. And then, uh, so working with you and then also with a mortgage professional like Kim Sturz and Mark Cook with Home Mortgage Alliance, because when you mentioned this first time buyer, you looked at eight um, properties, four of them were gone within a few days. So to be prepared, to be pre
2: qualified, you know, get your ducks in a row, and that helps you be a success, right? Exactly. And, and, you know, it's laying out it's laying out that map, that um, direction, giving them an idea of what to expect in the marketplace. And and on the side of a seller, um, you know, sellers have come to know over these last four years that kind of they could price things really wherever they thought they wanted. Um, kind of the you know sky was the limit, and they need to know that there is there is pressure on their pricing from a standpoint that. If their home is priced appropriately, the market will show up and buy their property. But if they um, are overpriced, they're going to sit on the market longer. And as they're sitting on the market longer, the buyer is going to perceive that it's overpriced or that it's in a bad location or that its condition is, Mm -hmm. you know, less than um, acceptable. And they are not going to pay, you know, that excessive price. So you... Definitely, we encourage um, our sellers to seek, again, professional information regarding um, how to position their homes in the marketplace to be competitive and really to maximize their equity position. You
1: know, I hadn't really thought about that, Karen, regarding um, pricing your home when you want to sell it. To, to You obviously want to get the top dollar that you can, mm-hmm. But if you are just not looking at things realistically, haven't had a conversation with a professional like you, then it could be actually a detriment. A
2: detriment. And I always use the example of that beautiful dress that we saw come out on the rack um, at the beginning of the season, and and it was like not really what we wanted to pay for that that dress. And so um, we watched it as it took price reductions, and at the end of the season it was still on the rack, and we didn't really want it anymore. That's an excellent excellent example. Yeah, it was like, well, somebody, you know, no one else wanted it. Why did I want it? So I think you just need to be cautious.
1: Well, I think that's for sure. And to sit down and have a conversation. And that's what we're all about on the AmeriChicks is having a conversation. Because I think that in some ways we've, we've gotten away from talking with each other and having these honest conversations. So if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, Highly recommend Karen Levine. That phone number again is 303 877 7516. Again, 303 877 7516. And as I was thinking about choosing the quote for today, you know, Frederick Douglass was an American social reformer, an abolitionist, an orator, a writer, and a statesman. He was born into slavery in Maryland. He escaped that, and then he became a national leader. And the second Kind of little comment in this whole thing is, is, and actually, I thought, I just thought it really talked about this initiative three hundred. He said, "Where justice is denied, where poverty is enforced, where ignorance prevails, and where any one class is made to feel that society is an organized conspiracy to oppress, rob, and degrade them, neither persons nor property will be safe." And that's Frederick Douglass. I know that's pretty heavy. But I thought that there was a lot in there. And uh, again, he was born into slavery and became a national leader. Uh, so today, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChick signing off, wishing you a blessed Holy Week. God bless you, and God bless America. this
3: great